Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Jason Shear, Wildcat Authority. He will do anything to get a segment on this show from realignment to now coaching changes. I can't even imagine the mood right now in Tucson, Jason. Uh, I heard about the three-minute meeting. Are they... Closing in, in your opinion, on a target to replace Jed Fish? Yeah, I think Arizona's going to have a head coach here in the next 48 hours. Uh, the athletic director, Dave Hickey, just met with the team briefly. He said, be patient. We're going to get this done soon. Um, there's meetings with the NIL Collective and all that today. Uh, interviews started as recent as, as last night and, and in this day and age, you, just, you can't drag out the process. I, I expect Arizona to have a head coach by Wednesday. Jason, um, who makes sense for them, and is there trepidation just because they hit the ball out of the park with Jed Fish, and before that, they'd uh, had a history of strikeouts? Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of skepticism about how this whole thing's going to go. Um, you know, there's really there's – really, Two schools of thought right now. Johnny Manson, the, the former defensive coordinator, is the guy that can keep most of the roster together. He's also never been a head coach before. And with Arizona, the last two years was his first time as a coordinator. But he can absolutely keep most of the team together. Or do you hire a guy like Brent Brennan, who's had a lot of success at San Jose State, who uh, who learned from former Arizona coach Dick Tomey, who has ties to Tucson and would be here for quite a while and those are probably the two guys that have emerged the most and um, Arizona has a decision to make if it's willing to risk losing players or if it wants to go with the quick fix in Nansen and and see how that works out. 
Jason, uh, so the meeting, I guess, with Jetfish was three minutes. Is that correct? Can you kind of just give us some insight on his final, I guess, hurrah there in Tucson before getting on the jet and heading up to Seattle? Yeah, someone that was in the meeting told me that it felt like the Washington AD had the car running and he had to get out of there real quick. <laughs> it was like, it, it was basically, he went in the meeting, he said, I don't really know what to say. I've accepted a, a job for Washington. Uh, I'm, I'm headed there, and, and thanks for everything. And that was like the entire meeting. Wow. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to say, right? I guess there's not much to say. Now, I know there's a lot of talk about Arizona right now, uh, some financial pitfalls because of, you know, bad accounting, and, and there's a lot of talk uh, on your Twitter timeline with people, of course, about, well, uh, is that why they lost Jetfish? Was there anything, A, Jason, that Arizona really could have realistically done to keep Jetfish from going to the Big Ten and to Washington? And B, how much of a problem could their financial issues in the university have when it comes to any athletics decisions coming up? Yeah, I, I really don't think so because, look, Washington's paying Jetfish like $7.5 million over seven years. Uh, the state of Arizona has a an actual law where you can't make a state employee uh, you can't give a state employee a contract longer than five. So the max contract you can get is five years. And Arizona is never paying a head football coach $7 million. It's just not going to happen. Um, and, and so there was no way that they were ever going to match the money with Washington. Now, they were prepared to give Fish an extension and a raise, and it was completely booster-funded. And they had that ready. Um, I assume that will be able to go towards a new head coach, and then they get $5.5 million dollars from Washington for Jetfish's buyout. But again, Arizona's not going to hire some sitting coach that's making $6.5 million a year. Whoever they hire is going to be a guy that's going to make, you know, $4 million a year, $5 million a year with, with escalators if he does well and bonuses and things like that. That's just the reality of the situation, and, and it was before the, the budget issues. Noah Fafita at all, what is the uh, panic level on the transfer portal? You know, it, to me, it comes down to, to who the hire is. Uh, you know, from his family is saying, and he has a great family, uh, they're saying all the right things. They're going to wait to see who the hire is. If it's Johnny Nansen, I think there's a very real chance that Noah Fabita could surprise people nationally and stay at Arizona. Uh, if it's not, I think he probably leaves unless he has a, a relationship with a new head coach. But, um, you know, one thing that's always impressed me about this roster is, is a lot of them come from really good families very sound decision makers and all that and um, the biggest thing that I've gotten in the last 24 hours is shock but they're also willing to see what's going to happen Jason um, so how much do you feel like with fish first of all more money Washington coming off the national championship game they're headed to the big 10 did the conferences changing have anything to do with what we now see uh, I don't think so. Uh, I really don't. You know, I know that Jed was he's a, he was a West Coast guy in terms of football coaching. Uh, you know, he, he probably would have liked to see the Pac-12 stay together. He said that publicly, but I don't think it, it, it never really came up in conversations with him or his recruiting guys or assistant coaches. It was kind of business as usual. Um, but Jed's also a guy that wants the bigger stage. And at the end of the day, the Big Ten nationally is – is probably the bigger stage, and um, he's always going to kind of look for that next move up, and he'll do the same at Washington. That's just the guy. He, I mean, he's never been at a spot for more than three years, ever. He's been at, like, 15 coaching spots already in his career. And so 
if he does well at Washington and in three years he gets an offer, he'll probably take that too. That's just kind of who he is. He's always trying to move up or move to a different place. I want to go back to Jansen. So he was widely, uh, I guess, popular there. He gets a great opportunity at UT. I'm sure he's already at in Austin. How much will you think it takes for him? It's a head coaching job. It's at Arizona. He's got, obviously, a commitment there, but now he's at a place that is one of the alphas. What do you think it's going to take? Honestly, I think he takes it no matter what. I really do. He wants to be a head coach. This is his opportunity. They don't come around very often. Um, he's beloved here. You know, that the players absolutely love him. He's well-liked in the community. Uh, I like Johnny a lot. He, you know, he, he's a guy where I, I think he would take it. And, and I think Sark, who he's close friends with, that was one of the reasons why he went to Texas, I think Sark would probably tell him to take it because who knows when an opportunity like that comes along. And, um, you know, Arizona gave him a chance, and, and Arizona was upset when he left, but he could easily come back, and, and no one would, would blame him for anything. It's uh, Jason Shear, WildcatAuthority.com. It's been uh, uh, crazy uh, the way it is. Is there a wild card in the coaching search, in your opinion, that we have not mentioned? You know, I I don't know if there's a wild card. I would keep an eye on Cal head coach Justin Wilcox. Uh, he interviewed already. I'm not sure how serious of a candidate is, he is yet, but he was one of the first interviews. Uh, you know, that's a move we talked about conference realignment. Uh, since Cal went to the ACC, there's been rumors that he's he's not happy with the move at all. No real, no really, no Cal coach is happy with the move. So that is definitely one that um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he emerged as the guy. All right, Jason, would you please stop creating news? Uh, we know you love our show and we love you on the show, but my good, and we'll have you on once they make a decision. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I appreciate Jason it. Jason Shear, two four seven Sports Wildcat Authority. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.